1: This is Optimal Finance Daily, Episode 537, How I Plan to Retire at 30, Part 2, by Fi Fighter with BudgetsAreSexy.com. And I'm your narrator, Dan, here each weekday reading to you from some of the best personal finance blogs on the planet. And my post today is a continuation from yesterday, so if you're new to our podcast or if you're skipping around and sampling a bunch of different episodes, I would definitely recommend listening to yesterday's show first. But if you're all caught up, let's hear part two and continue optimizing your life. How I plan to retire at thirty, part two, by Fi Fighter with BudgetsAreSexy.com. Breaking it all down, my original thinking was that early Fi would be about a ten-year plan. Initially, I thought I would get there primarily through the use of dividend investing and real estate investing. As mentioned earlier, I was able to win two rental properties in the Bay Area in 2012. By no means was I trying to time the market or anything, but now that hindsight is 2020, I can clearly see that I was fortunate to be able to win near the bottom of the Great Recession. Even more potent was the fact that I invested in an extremely volatile housing market, one that has surged tremendously in the two years since. Each of my Bay Area properties has appreciated over $100,000, and I still have a lot of equity tied up in both. Without getting into too many details, I have about $240,000 in equity sitting in the first home. The second rental holds about 160000 Altogether, that gives me $400,000 of ammo to play with. If I can achieve my $3,000 a month passive income target by the end of 2014, roughly 2300 of that will be due to my other rentals. The first two properties in the Bay Area would contribute about 700 a month in passive income. By selling both these properties, I can then proceed to do a 1031 exchange and use the proceeds to invest in real estate in a much cheaper, better cash flow market. By doing a 1031, I'll be able to capture all the appreciation without being subject to any tax penalties. I'll still have to pay agent commission, closing costs, etc., but to keep things simple, let's say I'm left with $300,000 to work with once the dust settles. If I can find a market to generate 12% cash-on-cash returns, that would give me $36,000 a year in net passive income, or $3,000 a month. Adding back the $2,300 from my properties, I would be closing in on over $5,000 a month in net passive income. Long story short, this is what would condense my 10-year plan into 4 years. If the market continues to hold up, this would be my checkmate. Endgame achieved. How My Plan Really Works since my journey to early FI might only span four years, 2012 to 2015, you're probably wondering, why not just keep playing the game for a little longer? Why not build up a stronger safety net? Or perhaps you think I'm crazy and out of my mind. The truth is, I'm really just that burned out with the corporate work environment and want nothing more to do with it. I believe I can do this because my primary focus has never been about amassing a substantial amount of wealth in my lifetime. No, my end game has always been and always will be about point Z. I simply want my freedom. My philosophy on life is somewhat different than the mainstream. I don't need status or power. I don't need to live in an expensive city so that I can reassure myself that I've made it in life. Frankly, I would rather live in a cheaper country, Thailand, Philippines, etc than to live in San Francisco and have to spend all day working to support my $5,000 a month rent. What's the point of living in a wonderful city if you never have any free time to enjoy it? Isn't the whole point of living in an expensive city to earn more money? Once you've taken care of your finances, why not live somewhere else where your dollar goes a lot farther? If you're willing to do that, you'll be able to get away with needing even less passive income. Further, I don't need to own my own home. Never have, probably never will. I'd rather be able to fit all my belongings in a suitcase and travel the world in search of adventure. I aspire to be a polymath, and I think that being able to do whatever I want, whenever I want, would be the greatest gift of all. When I stop to think about it, I haven't owned my own time since I was 5 years old. I've been following orders ever since. Editor's note, I had to look up what the heck a polymath is. Here's the answer from Wikipedia. Quote, a polymath is a person whose expertise spans a significant number of different subject areas. Such a person is known to draw on complex bodies of knowledge to solve specific problems. End quote. End editor's note. When the clock stops and my life registers all zeros, I'd like to have a film reel worth re-watching. If you told me to sit down and re witness the last seven years or so since I started working full time, I would seriously just want to fast forward it, go to sleep, or even cry. There have been some great memories, don't get me wrong, but the majority of that movie would take place in a rundown, dilapidated old lab. No thanks. Those mundane memories will probably still be giving me nightmares 30 years from now. Swinging for the Fences Many people grind it out all their lives so they can retire at 65 and finally have free time to themselves. Sadly, a lot of these people end up not knowing what to do with it. They've become institutionalized. They're so used to following orders that they no longer know how to think for themselves. I don't want to become one of those people. I want to embrace life and give it my best shot. I want to be finished with the -the nose-to-the-grindstone lifestyle while I still have my health and energy intact to actually go out and do something worthwhile. I'm a bit more of a risk-taker than most. I think that's probably because I want out of the rat race so darn bad. That, and in my mind, it's better to take a chance now while I'm still relatively young than to risk it all later when I'll have too much to lose. Besides, what's the worst that could happen? I fall flat on my face, lose everything, and have to hit the reboot button? Next thing you know, I'm back in the rat race, just like everyone else. Ultimately, time will tell, but I only get one shot at this game of life. I think I'll take my chances. Quote, You want to know how I did it? This is how I did it, Anton. I never saved anything for the swim back. Gattaca, 1997. You just listened to part two of the post titled How I Plan to Retire at 30 by F.I. Fighter with BudgetsAreSexy.com.
0: If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage. Simple, affordable, reliable.
1: And you can learn more about F.I. Fighter and what he's been up to lately at fifighter.com. And also don't forget that we give spreadsheet tools away to every person who joins our weekly newsletter list over at oldpodcast.com. Plus, it comes with a free video tutorial as well. So to get that and to be in raffles every month to win books from us, just join our free weekly newsletter at oldpodcast.com. And I'm going to keep this ending nice and short for you today. So thanks so much for being here. And I will see you in the Wednesday show tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.